Hey buds, today we smoke two Kush strains whose fame depends on the popular opinion. We cover news stories ranging from a Detroit stank house, a bounty found on a paper towel truck, and when one door closes, a cell door opens. And an interview with a good bud and a great grower, Suzanne. All of this and more, today on the Good Buds Podcast. Let's get higher than Air Force One. Welcome to the Good Buds Podcast, the show where good buds smoke good buds and talk about them. I'm Curtis. I'm Shank. And this is episode 31, airing Monday, April 5th, 2021, on Spotify, YouTube, Anchor, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, iHeartRadio, and many more. Thanks for joining us. Before we start, I'd like to thank Lumenspot and My High Shop for sponsoring this episode and all our other ones. Check out their links down below in the description, and we'll talk more about them later. So, Curtis, how you doing today? Uh, I'm doing, uh, I don't know, mixed feelings. I have something that's good going on, and there's something that kind of messed with me a little bit today. So, yeah, I'll, have more, I'll have more description on that later, but the short rundown, Subway employee finger-fucked my pretzel. <laughs> All right, yeah, we definitely will talk about that more later i think <laughs> absolutely stick around for that but shank how was your day man my my day was fantastic it seems a little bit less exciting now that i know my none of my food was finger fucked but it was still a good day uh did my usual running around that i do on the uh the podcast recording days just to make sure all my uh my uh t's are dotted and my eyes are crossed but it the was ins and out the bits <laughs> and bobs the teeth yeah. and nibbles yeah all the all the teats and nibbles uh we were all taken care of um, but it, it was a fantastic day, man. Overall, the weather was nice here. It was really good. Um, and I'm really excited for this episode. It's going to be a great one. I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. Um, obviously, obviously, before we get into it, though, this is the part where I remind all the buds at home listening to check out our Facebook, Instagram, and our Twitter if they want to see some really funny and awesome behind-the-scenes content that we post all the time. And you can jump down on our Discord as well. We've got some links down below for you. You can get some great conversation. We check in daily, and we would love to hear from you, buds. Absolutely. We'd love hearing from you guys. And if you like what we're doing and you want to support the show, you can check out our Patreon page and donate there. We have several tiers that you can choose from, including behind-the-scenes content exclusive for Patreon and the ability to listen in on the show live. Again, links are down below, and if you join us there, you can also you know, be like our other awesome patrons, such as Isaac. Fantastic, fantastic guy. Yeah, no, that's right, Buds. He's still our only patron, and that is absolutely okay. We absolutely appreciate him, and we appreciate all of you who are listening right now. I'm, I'm not saying it. He's reaping all the benefits. Yeah, I'm not saying he might be lonely or anything, because he's definitely not bored with all the cool content that we have there, but, you know, he might be lonely. So you, Buds, should uh, consider uh, joining him. <laughs> so uh, what do you say we get into the reviews now, eh, Curtis? Let's do that. Good Buds reviews, good Buds. So, Curtis, what are you burning today for the folks at home? Well, Shank, today I am burning on the cannabis, the chief of, or commander in chief, the uh, cannabis digressor. I am smoking some presidential kush. Nice. All hail the keef. Exactly. <laughs> um, so, presidential kush is a indica strain that was originally bred by Royal Queen Seeds. But the strain that I'm growing or smoking on today was grown by a private grower from Detroit. Nice. Uh, the strain is otherwise sometimes known as Presidential OG, so 
might know it under that name, but for the real OGs at home. Exactly. Uh President Focus is a cross between bubblegum and OG Kush. Making this nice. beautiful, beautiful clone strain and the specific kind that I have today in front of me. Oh boy, is it fun. Mm-hmm. They are tight, dense, little crunchy buds. Like they are super crunchy. Like here, the little ASMR for you buds. Oh, oh. Oof, that sounds crunch. so good. That's more crunch for you. Oh yeah. Oh, it sounds so, so good. It sounds like it's nice. I like these it. are I like very. It. Some people don't, uh, but I love it. <laughs> I love it. Now these are smaller nugs, like kind of small, but they're not exactly rabbit dropping size. You know, a little bit larger than that. Yeah. And surprisingly vibrant lime green and shamrock greens <laughs> for an indica. Yeah, it's like it's very bright and very vibrant. And it also has these small tufts of little orange hairs that come out, and just this beautiful, gorgeous trichome structure all around with the crystals. Again, nice little lettuce all around. I honestly wish I was a better photographer. You can always see our photos, Instagram, YouTube, and shit like that, but... Yeah. God, I wish I was better. But, in terms of the scent... Ooh. Ooh, 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 ooh. Okay. Hmm. Oh, Clinton. Okay. Um, <laughs> I hope you mean Bill and not Hillary. <laughs> yes. So it's a very clementine citrus scent. It does have a pine back scent to it and this clean smell as well that kind of makes it all around smell like pine soul. It's just that like orange floor cleaner or something like that. Not in a bad way. It definitely smells like good and definitely smells like weed but in terms of the other scents to make it unique uh, again this is just very vibrant for an indica though you know, compared to what i've normally seen but Pops. in terms of the and based on what i can smell and the little bit of research i've done online it appears that the terpenes include mycerine limonene and carophyllene so hmm. you know some very nice uh effects in there but we will see how that affects us soon enough and i can't wait to taste that yeah absolutely. you sounds know great. how that tastes yeah sounds fantastic but shake what is it that you are going to be smoking on for the buds today well today i am going to be burning on that raving rockstar kush mm-hmm. um yeah this one uh, this one was grown by spinach um it's also known as bc rockstar which is a very popular strain in western canada um now this like i said this this specific flower was grown by spinach cannabis co um, it's a hybrid of the strains Rockstar and Bubba Kush. Bubba, Bubba Kush. I love saying Bubba Kush. It's one of my favorite Wait. strains to talk about, Bubba Kush, because I get to say Bubba Kush. Um, well, that's why I like that I have bubble gum. Bubble I know, gum, right? Bubba it's, Kush. Yeah, it's just one of those fun words to say. <laughs> I, I love it, man. Uh, but this one's also an indica. A uh, very dominant indica, actually. Um, these nugs are a dark, dense forest green kind of nug with very short cropped clusters of red hair it's not really super noticeable unless you look really really close and the main reason why it's not really noticeable unless you look closely is because every single square spot on the outside of this thing is covered with like a fine layer of crystal um it it almost looks like a lawn after a fresh snow like just like just a little bit of snow dusting on the top like you can still kind of see the grass through it but you know that that layer of snow is there starting to form uh, looks a lot like that, and mine are also quite dense. So I, they they don't crunch quite as nice as yours. But if you listen to uh, this little, 
Like, they some heavy, dense nugs. Like, dense. And I, I loves me a heavy, dense nug because you pop a little one in your grinder and suddenly it explodes. Um, and speaking of popping things in your grinder and having it explode, the smell of this strain. It's awesome, dude. It, it smells fantastic. It's... Oh, I love it. I love it. Uh, it's tart and sweet in the front. Very tart, very sweet in the front with heavy lemon hits. Uh, party in the back, um, but uh, but uh, it's, but, but, in the front. Party in the back. Lemon in the, the front. The party in the back. Party in the back. Exactly right. Yeah. So it's it, but it's it's very got a very tart sweet overtone that's lemony, uh, and it almost has a slight cleaning chemical smell. Like again, the pine saw. Like I think it's that pinene in there uh, that gives it that really kind of like pine saw cleaning kind of chemical, but not in a bad way. And really, it's barely noticeable. You kind of have to strain your nose to really smell it like if you have a weak sense of smell and you smell it you probably wouldn't notice that um but the funniest thing is when you exhale after taking a big inhale into your sinuses you get this really sugary candy smell that just sticks in your sinuses long after you exhale so you breathe out and it's almost like a cotton candy type of sweetness in the <laughs> in the in the scent which is I love I love everything about it. Like the tartness of it really leads me to believe that this is going to be a pretty like tasty freaking strain. Uh, the smell of it's awesome. It looks gorgeous. Um, and uh, like Curtis was mentioning earlier, speaking of looking gorgeous, you can check these buds out on our Instagram page, Good Buds Podcast on Instagram. We post um, all the pictures of all the strains that we smoke every week on there, as well as some awesome behind the scenes content. And we also post on our own private Instagram some really interesting stuff. Curtis smokes like some of the most massive bong hoots you'll ever see over on his private Instagram at. It's over at Good Buds Curtis. And if you want to check Shank out as he rolls some nice joints and show you, so you guys some behind the scenes stuff as well, you can check him out at. Good Buds Shank. And I would love if while you're on there, you guys give us a follow. It really helps us out, buds. Like, you know, every single follow that we get, you know, it helps us engage with you guys, talk to you, buds, and like, you know, just kind of catch up, keep up with the, the community that's forming around this awesome, this awesome project. And if you're one of our audio listeners, you can also uh, check us out on YouTube where we have a nice little video that goes along with our podcast where the pictures are already just floating behind us. It's, that that's it's, pretty cool, too. Yes, yeah, true. Curtis put this video together. If you're watching right now, like he he did all of this. It's like he constructed it with his mind, and it came together into this awesome coalescence of like imagery that you see before you on YouTube, Good you, Buds TV. Exactly. But if you can't <laughs> right now, then yeah, for sure, check us out on Instagram. Yeah, but for sure. With all that uh, being said, I think Shink we should probably try these out, shouldn't we? I am very excited to try them out. I think now would be a good time. I agree to that. I have a bong packed right here. I have a bong packed right here. And everyone at home, I hope you have a bong, a bowl, a joint, or a bong or a bowl packed, a joint rolled, a blunt rolled, a vaporized thing, a majig device. Yeah. Uh, if you have an edible, hopefully that's already baked and you can get baked as well with us. Everybody else, grab your lighters. Let us blaze it. Toast about. Wow. <laughs> My goodness. <coughs> yes. <laughs> wow. So Curtis brother, how'd that uh how'd that taste for you today? Oh. Oh. <laughs> Oof. Okay, so it's a very sharp hit. <laughs> yeah. Oof. Hmm. As a slight 
citrus and a very sharp, clean taste to it. <coughs> Holy fuck. Okay. <clears throat> it's, I mean, it, it, it definitely be an advanced stoner to. This is fucking hitting me weird. Yeah. It's like sedative almost immediately, but it's like, you know, hey, go to sleep like right now, but like stay awake for another hour or so. Yeah. Yeah. Go lay in your bed thinking you're going to immediately fall asleep and then browse Reddit on your phone for an hour and a half. Exactly. <laughs> but in reality, it's just like, whoa, okay. So the flavor itself is, like I said, slight shit citrus, a very clean taste, that piney. <laughs> Yeah, very shit. Sh Slight shitress. 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 <laughs> Available now. Monster energy. Monster energy shitress. No, man. But, Rockstar energy drinks. Not affiliated. No, not affiliated at all. Um, but no, all in all, like, it, it hits weird and hits differently. I mean, not bad, but it's good. Okay, but differently. Shank, how does it taste for you, man? Um, honestly, man, that that uh, was an interesting toke for me as well. Um. It had a very bold lemon forward hit. Like, the lemon hit me right away the second it was in my mouth. Um, spicy. It had a very strong kick and a very strong spice to it. Um, for those of you buds at home uh, who are only listening, Curtis is about to take another toke of that weed that almost just murdered him. But anyway, I digress. It was... The, the inhale was smooth as anything, but the exhale was where the spice gets you. And it, again, if you're not an experienced stoner, I feel like that probably would have taken me for a hell of a lot of more of a ride. Um, and once again, the after the aftertaste to this strain seems to be where it's popping for me because um, it's got like a really sweet diesel and berry flavor that comes out in the aftertaste with an almost nutty and pine-like quality to it. It's... It, it's really just very interesting, very delicious, um, and I love it, man. Like, the, the aftertaste is really what's kicking it into high gear for me. Nice. Yeah, that, that second one didn't murder nice. you. I'm very happy that uh, uh, that, second, uh, that second hit. I'm hold it together for the kids. I believe in you. I believe in you. Keep it together for the kids. Um, but, uh, but I am extremely excited to smoke more of this, obviously. Like, I really want to get into smoking more, but before we do, I think it'd probably be a good idea to... Uh, Check into some online opinions. What do you think? I agree to that. And as always, we are, uh, or these are the online opinion of other stoners online, and we are other stoners online giving our opinions to the online opinions. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. And the presidential Kush is said to have a relaxed, sleepy, and happy high. I can definitely feel that. It's said to have a stress pain and insomnia relieving effect relieves all three of those pretty well nice. it does have a dry mouth and dry eyes side effect not too bad Minimal. um on leafly itself it does specifically say that the sedative effects hit very hard and fast itself which obviously i just mentioned um but yeah, I can definitely feel that being the case. And finally, I have a nice little review here that somebody had left. Oh, I love those S online reviews. Exactly. Started watching Lord of the Rings, but realized halfway through I was watching my best friend's wedding. Common <laughs> with this strain. 40 people found that helpful. That's, yeah, no, that would be a good thing to be. 41 people about found that helpful. Yeah, no, that's, that's spectacular. That sounds, sounds like a fun strain. Absolutely. But, uh. What are they saying about 
your Rockstar lifestyle, Shank? Well, the Rockstar Kush is getting some pretty good reviews online. Um, overall, people say very similar things to your strain. They say it's a very relaxed, happy, uh, kind of sleepy, um, hungry, and euphoric strain. So they say that the side effects definitely include the munchies, which is okay because I always have snacks within arm's reach when we're recording the podcast. Of course. Always be prepared. Um, but uh, it's a... Uh, overall sounds like a great indica strain and as a matter of fact it's funny but i have a pretty interesting here review here from for my strain as well oh boy what you got yeah so um and i quote this very satisfied leafly customer they say love 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 it would die for it would even go out of my way to recreate the universe for a gram of this stuff. I love it. That's pretty intense. Yeah. yeah, 20 people found it helpful. Um, what a 20, goddamn 21, impressive. 21 people found it impressive. Yeah, 21 people found that If helpful. I had the power of God, I would do it all just for <laughs> yeah. a gram. I would, I would recreate the entire universe just so that I could get another gram of this plant. Seems like, I mean, it seems like a little bit much, and I mean, that's obviously... Gets a hold like, of wow. the Infinity Gauntlet from Thanos. Like another one gram, gram of one wheat. gram. He just appears in that pool of fucking water after the fucking uh. Was it worth getting it? Getting the soul stone. Was yes. it worth it? Or wait, <laughs> was it worth it? What? <laughs> what did it cost? Everything. <laughs> About three fifty. About three fifty. Yep. What did it cost? About three fifty. That's anyway. when I realized that Thanos was actually a 30-foot tall crustacean from the Paleozoic era. Goddamn Loch Ness Monster. Goddamn Loch Ness Monster. Goddamn Loch Ness Monster. Goddamn it, stop giving the Loch Ness Monster money. Keep coming around. But anyway, no, it's, honestly, like, it's the what review sounds good. I, I just covered the, the hilarious oh, review yeah. on my Leafly site there. So that sounds really, really like, I mean, your strain sounds magnificent. My strain sounds absolutely magnificent. Um obviously you know like people online are giving them good you know good stuff but uh i think i think i want to smoke more of mine curtis and see where this trip goes i agree to that and as we are the prepared stoners that we are i have a joint rolled right here i have a joint rolled right here haha and as always <laughs> i will be smoking out of a zigzag orange pack one and a quarter inch and always i will be smoking out of my ocb premium also one and a quarters Better nice, better nice. And before everything else, as our new tradition, thank you again to tomorrow, Lillian. Mm -hmm. Thank you, tomorrow. Shout out. Uh, I. <laughs> we are going to dry hit our joints and get a nice little extra uh, flavor profile from that and mm -hmm. tell you how that tastes. Yeah, let's see how this goes. Oh my. Curtis, this week it's. Wow, man. Mm. You get okay. anything I'm, from here? What are you getting? I'm getting a little bit more of that citrusy and piney flavor. Uh, a little less of the clean flavor and a little bit more earthy in place of it. So, nice. I think, I think this might be a little bit more tolerable in a joint, but we'll have to see when I light it. But right now, I'm getting good flavors off of it. Kind of like a. Again, yeah, like. Like a Chief Keef. Yeah, this little Chief Keef. 
Uh, how about you, Shank? What are you getting off of yours? Uh, man, I'm honestly, this week it's fantastic because the last couple times that we've tried this ever since we had tomorrow on the show and she recommended that we try it. Um, it's uh, like I didn't get a lot of flavor off of the other ones, but this one, it's like... It's it's got that obvious flavor, that keef kind of flavor, like the crystal kind of flavor that you get. Obviously, that's describing a whole handful of different terpenes. But anybody who consumes cannabis out there who's tasted keef knows that flavor, um, and it has that that taste. But over top of that, it has this really very strong lemon. <clears throat> I'm burping tonight too. Um, it has a very strong lemon, and uh, like pine. Like pine needles, not like cleaner. The cleaner thing is not there, well, but like pine exactly. needles, like actual, like, exactly. yeah, like yeah, an actual the same forest. with me. It's yeah. become more pine needle as opposed to pine cleaner. Exactly. Yeah. And it, and it's really nice, man. Like I'm getting a lot and like the flavor is way more pronounced. Like I'm getting a lot more of it in my mouth and I, I'm in I, this, this, I, if it tastes this good without lighting it, I am so excited. All right, I I can't hold back my suspense anymore. Everybody at home, it is 4:20 somewhere. Grab your lighters, grab your joints, grab your blunts, grab your bowls, grab your bongs, grab your vaporizers, grab your edibles. I hopefully those are already baked. You don't have to burn them anymore. But everything else, let us blaze it. Toke toke shkabok. Ooh. Ooh. Hold up. Butter, butter, butter. Wait a minute, minute, minute. Jesus Christ. Okay, this uh this um right here is a joint weed. This is a joint weed. Oh my god, yes. Hey. Curtis, yeah, how's your taste through the joint there, brother? Okay, so I'm getting a lot better flavor profile through it, obviously. But here's this here's the thing. I think out of the bong. It hits you once quickly and immediately, and you get the effect. Uh, the joint, I'm going to be getting the slow burn effect from it, but I'm still going to be getting the same effect. I am about to get fucked up. Really? <laughs> He's about to be but, way too high. You know those commercials on TV like, with the papers that are like, way too high. <laughs> you but, don't drive, you're way too high. <laughs> but essentially, I can taste a lot more of the citrusy flavor, a lot more of the pine needly flavor, like I said, a lot more earthy flavor, a lot less of the cleaner, and yeah, very nice, very smooth as a joint. Uh, Frank, how about you? Man, um, it's amazing. It's the, this, the, you know how I said it was a very spicy toke through the bong? Um, before it was an overpowering kind of spicy, like, I love spicy food. I'm a hot head. I'm one of those people that, you know, like, I like like, jalapenos to me are, like, a snack food. They're not, like, something that you go out of your way to consider spicy. Like, right. uh, like so, like, I like spice, but the spice I was getting before was almost, like, no, I won't say ghost pepper punch, more like Thai chili punch, because, like, ghost pepper punch takes a while to sneak up on you, but Thai, like, it's the second it hits your tongue, right? Or, like, maybe California Reaper, like, that kind of, like, that kind of, like, it the second it hits your mouth, you know something is wrong. And that's, like, the when I took it through the bong, it was, like, that similar kind of way. It was one punch all at once, and the spice was, like, overwhelming. It was, like, when you go to a Thai restaurant and order the spiciest thing on the menu, thinking you're man enough to handle it, and you, you realize you're not, but you try to muscle through it anyway, and then you end up crying in the bathroom. Gotcha. Yeah. But, but, yeah, like, it was, like, that one strong hit was overpoweringly spicy, but these small puffs are giving me a really nice, even spread heat to it, you know? It's got to, like... Hotness, 
like a, like almost like cinnamon, not cinnamony because it's not like it's like I'd say on a like Scoville like level, like we're talking just below like jalapeno, on like you know you. the way that it makes my kind of throat and my palate feel, but you get that. The the pine takes over, kicks the lemon to the side. The lemon's still there, but it's kind of like, hey guys, I'm still here, right? It's like when you when you when you you know when a band Howdy, starts. Yeah. Like, when a band starts, like, a guitarist gets a band together, and the band starts, and then the bassist is a better singer and everything, and better stage presence, so they end up being the front man, and the guitarist is still standing there, kind of like, all right, yeah. Like, uh, the movie La Bamba, or whatever, when the when the dude came in, and the saxophone player was like... Oh, I was thinking Sid Vicious, but okay. Um. <laughs> and Sid Vicious sucked at bass. <laughs> like, well, yeah, but he was a better stage presence. Yeah, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Anyway. Uh, dude was um, but no, but you know what I mean, right? It's like, so it's cool, and it's like, I'll spread out. It feels really nice. Like it's 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 like the flavor is still there, the lemon's well, still there, but the pine takes over. Well, to move on from there because obviously these are fantastic strains and mm. like we said before, check out our Instagram. You gotta see the pictures of these if you're not already watching our YouTube video. Yeah, straight up. They're but good, beautiful, beautiful pictures. This strain is really making me chillax and relax, and I really wish I had that earlier today when I went to fucking Subway. <laughs> Yeah, no, I want the deets on okay. that, because as far as you've right. got with me, like, literally, okay, Bud's at home. This is my first time hearing this whole story as well, because earlier, even before the podcast, we discussed things. You guys know, you Bud's all know that at home, but he gave me one detail, which was his pretzel got finger-fucked by somebody. Didn't tell me anything else. So this is my first time, as well as your first time hearing this story. It's going to be so anticlimactic. No, I don't even care. I don't even care. Perfect. Like, there's a, okay. There's a so... bread product. I'm down. <laughs> So what happened was, and I'm not going to give any names or locations, but and I really hope this guy is having a significantly better day now. But uh, what essentially happened was I was at a Walmart that had one of those subways built into it. Mm -hmm. uh, went through, shopped, did all my shit, came through with my cart, and I'm just like, fuck it. I just want two pretzels because they sell them as snack items at the subway. Hell yeah. They used to be snack stations or whatever. Yeah. Go up and I'm just like, yo, can I get two salted pretzels? I mean, before me was one guy, but he went on, got his shit. He was slow about it. Doesn't matter. I get up to it. This guy is just, I guess, in such a pissed off mood for some reason. Also, before he got to me, he had filled up a coffee for another employee, went to set it up on the counter, tried to put the lid on it, and accidentally, like, dipped his finger into it, burning his hand. Oh, so, damn. He was a little pissed about that. Kind of understandable. Yeah. Just having one what? of those days where everything goes wrong kind of seems like. Exactly. So he comes up to me and is just like, what can I get for you, sir? And I'm just like, can I just get uh, two pretzels with salt on them? <sighs> okay. Pulls them out. When he pulls them out, there's only one up there. So he has to go into the back to pull out another one. <laughs> another thing on his bad day. <laughs> exactly. So bad he day comes, bingo. So comes back up, grabs the pretzel, didn't think to fucking put the first pretzel in while, you know, he goes Getting and gets the, the second one. one. Yeah. So he's going through the whole process, being relatively slow about it, and you know, he's kind of going as quick as he can so he can get rid of me, so that way he's, you know, clear. Nobody yeah, behind just, me, nothing like that. He can just like chill that. out for a minute and take a breath, yeah. So, he gets through, gets to the part where he needs salt. Turns out he's out of salt, so he has to go grab the bag for that, <laughs> come back, Throws it on the table, opens that up, goes and grabs butter, all this stuff. Poor dude. I think he went and grabbed cheese, too, and then he comes back and he's just like... Realized he didn't need cheese. Or he realized, <laughs> he's just like, 
do you want cheese? I'm like, no cheese. And it's just like, kind of <laughs> just tosses that off to the side. Goes back, makes the thing. I'm just like, dude, I feel bad for you, but you're kind of being a dick right now. But yeah, it's like, no, again, it's like, I get I it. I get it. I get well, it, though. You know. And while all this is happening, I'm trying to order something simple, quick, so everything can be done. Oh, yeah, straight up. Yeah, you're only and asking. right as soon as he's about to finish, a guy starts walking up behind me to get in line, and then another person behind him. And he's like, oof. Oof. So he comes over, fucking finishes, ringing me up. The tip jar was completely empty. Yeah. So while he was turning away, I threw $10. Mind you, the part where he finger-fucked my pretzel was when he was putting them in the box when the guy walked up. That's when he kind of, yeah. like, squeezed them a little bit and he kind of like threw them into the box oh i get it no i see i see so so he kind of finger fucked it's kind of like like the arthur fist clench it's like Mm -hmm. oh there's someone else kind of oh man seriously i thought i was gonna get a break for two seconds exactly (laughs) so but that didn't seem to happen so it turns out he i've been that guy before squeeze my pretzels put them into the boxes behind the counter he was the only person there yeah um so he puts them into the boxes i see this i clearly see this and while he's ringing me up, he fucking looks off to the side for a second. I throw $10 into the tip jar. Yeah. He comes up, gives me my change, and I throw the change into the tip jar. He looks down at the change that I just threw in, sees the $10 bill, and he's just like, looks up at me like, what? Yeah. I mean, the bill in total was like five bucks. Yeah, whatever, man. <laughs> you know, it seemed like he was having a shitty day. You probably just made his day. Well, no, that was better. just the hottest thing possible, and I fucking loved it. <laughs> I'm gonna go back to that guy constantly. I want him to figure fuck my food always. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I had the biggest erection only... walking out yeah, of there. They thought I was stealing cucumbers. <laughs> subscribe to his only fans. Yeah, you had an eggplant in your pants, man. No, that's magnificent. <laughs> Honestly, bravo. No, I wish bravo. he was. I no, honestly that... wish he's having a good day. No, I get it, man. And I've been like literally. I have been him before. I have literally working at a subway. By my fucking self, I had customer after customer, and I my my they call them cambros. They're those little containers, the cambros. At least they used to. I don't know if they still use them or not. But anyway, like I had to restock those, and the problem is, is that like we had to like slice that shit by hand and like divide up the onions and shit by hand and everything, right? But if we had customer after customer after customer after customer, we would have to like run out back and take from our reserves. But if the reserves ran out, we would have to go out back and cut. But my boss being the fountain of wisdom she was, had the policy that you have to always be out front to greet customers within, like, ten seconds of them being by the counter. But you can't stop what job you're doing until the job is done. So if you're doing, like, say, tomatoes, like slicing tomatoes, and you start slicing tomatoes, she would be like, okay, you're not allowed to stop until you're done with the tomatoes. And then you put, you put the slicer back, and then you can... And that didn't, it didn't really so... function if a customer walked in at any point during the process of slicing tomatoes. So, uh, but, so my days would be fucking bad, man. Like, I'd be like, fuck it. Fuck the tomatoes. They can sit for a minute. And I'd go serve the customer, right? Or st- and stuff like that. But some nights, man, it would be like one customer would come in, and then I'd, they'd leave, and I'd be like, oh, fuck yeah, I can finally do my shit. And I'd go back, and I'd start start doing something for, like, half a second. And then I'd hear, ding, ding, the bell would fucking ring, and I'd fucking zip back out front. And, like, it oh, would yeah. be one after the other. And then I'd finally get, like, a five-minute break and be like, all right, shit's going fine. Like, shit's going okay, and everything else. And then someone else walks in, 
And like, and and they're like, they order something simple. They're like, I'll get a turkey sandwich or whatever on like Italian herb and cheese because there is no other bread. Fuck you. Right. <laughs> but, uh, For sure. but but so and and uh, and, and like some and one exactly. little thing goes wrong, like the pickles run out, and you're just like, it's... you want to flip the counter, but your customer service like holds it in check, and you're just Absolutely. like half dick, now, but half like get your job now done. I'd, and I'm sure everybody. Or at least a good majority of people have at least been there in some shape or form. Yeah. And if you have some kind of similar story of some time where you just want to fucking tear the place apart. If you've ever had a time where you wanted to finger fuck a sandwich. (laughs) Let us know down below in the comments or let us know on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, Also, you can also go to our Discord. or not? Yeah, you go to our Discord or you can go to our Reddit and fucking let us know anywhere. Yeah, like straight up, we would we, love we, to hear we your would, story. We would love to hear it because uh, honestly, um, the more the more we hear from you buds, like we've communicated with some of you buds recently on our Instagram as well as on uh, as well as on our Facebook and that kind of thing, and we really enjoy we really enjoy having the uh, you know like the interaction between us and you guys. So just keep on keeping up, comment on our stuff. We love to hear your voices. Absolutely, absolutely, and. Speaking of things we love to hear, we have a nice little ad spot for you buds. Do you like fashionable and unique clothing? Do you like things that shine super bright when exposed to light? Do you like discounts? Do you like advertisements that ask, do you like, over and over, knowing there is no direct way for you to answer back? If you answered yes to all of these questions, or even just the first three, check out lumenspot.com for some lit clothing and accessories, and use the code GOODBUDSPODCAST at the checkout for 50% off and free shipping. Thank you, LumenSpot, for sponsoring us, and thank all of you for listening. Check it out today with the link below in the description. Fantastic, fantastic, fantastic. Oh, man, I, I love LumenSpot, man. Like, that company, like, their their swag is so, like, ah, I love it. I love it. Like, the cool, some of the coolest gear on the internet right now. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> but there's also some other uh, fun things on the internet, such as some uh, stories. <gasps> That's true. Some fantastic things, some happenings that is going on in the world, and we are here to cover them. Weed News Worldwide. Alright. So, in our first story today, a little hometown story for you from Mas... Here in... Yeah, you're side of the border. Detroit. Detroit. This comes to us from theinsider.com. A Detroit Steakhouse. Why am I saying it like that? A Detroit oh, no, Steakhouse. A Detroit sta- Steakhouse. <laughs> I'm saying it so fucking stupid. That a Detroit Steakhouse is standing by its dress code policy, barring customers who smell like marijuana. Don't even think of stepping inside. Okay. Uh, now I get it. If it was like a McDonald's, I'd be like, bruh, get you know. Stay in your lane, McDonald's, right? But if it's, like, a private club kind of thing... Like, I've been to golf clubs before. I, I right. golfed in the past. Never well. Exactly. But when you go to a golf club, you, you wear golf clothes. Right. So, this is specifically a steakhouse in Detroit that is standing by its dress code. You know, if you smell like cannabis, no go. This is the Caucus Club, and it wrote its dress code policy is business casual, reminding customers that proper attire is required, and that includes... Smelling like cannabis. Now it's funny that, it's funny that now, these guys are, they have cock in their name, and they're and they're stopping people who smell like weed from going. And they're cock blocking. I people. mean, it could be caucus or it could be the cuckus club, but <laughs> they're they're cock blocking stoners from going in. Regardless, um, not only is that people seem to have been 
uh, breaking the actual dress code itself oh, by people no. going in with hoodies, jerseys, and non-business attire stuff no, like if, that. If it's a I mean, tie, yes, they're saying they are saying street clothes, but you know, t-shirts it, and that kind of thing. Like it's exactly. I've been fun, part of going to a fine dining establishment is dressing the part. Like that's part of the fun, right? Exactly. Get snazzy so, for a fucking night. Go out. <laughs> So the restaurant's owner, uh, George, uh, a weird name with an SB that starts with it, uh, Sabukis, told uh, WJBK... Isn't that, that the he... guy from the Aliens meme? George Sabukis? Sibuk- <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that he didn't mean any harm by the post and said it was a reminder with a little bit of sauce just to get people's attention. So oh, it was okay. kind of just a means of, you know, letting people know Look, please stop doing that, but still. I'm sure they wouldn't hardline, like, they wouldn't hardline boot you out if you came in dressed to the nines, wearing obviously fancy, wealthy clothing, and you smelled a bit like weed. They'd probably be like... Not even fancy clothing. I mean, you just have to wear at least a button-up to... Yeah. Maybe a jacket. But, but I mean, if you showed up wearing, like, a nice jack suit jacket, nice, like, suit and everything like that, and you smelled a little bit like weed, they'd probably be like, eh, whatever, we'll let them pass, right? But if you... But if you show up in a t-shirt and you're rank with the dank man then then they're gonna be like come on buddy this is a, like this is a snooty we pretend to be snooty right. here like this is where rich people go to come and guffaw at things we're here for steak we don't want the uh-huh. stank i can't remember my steak over this reefer <laughs> but that's about it for this uh story that i got here no but but uh speaking yeah but that's that's a good story though honestly it's a fantastic little thing and honestly um you know like this the the smell of weed is definitely you know noticeable but sometimes cleaning products are used to cover that right you know cover the scent of weed you know you spray some you know spray some stuff around right can't smell the weed anymore right but uh u.s customs was like hey we going to clean up and get a sweet three mil in cannabis. Ooh. When they, yeah, when they, they, they had a transport truck driving through, right? Regular shipment, everyday kind of thing. And they do this thing where they scan the side of the truck with a radar. Right. And uh, basically, if there's any wonky looking stuff in there, they bring out the doggos. You know, and being a good doggo, they're always like, heck yeah, I'm going to do my job, right? And I mean, granted, well, I think it's stupid that cannabis can't just freely be transported, but that's, that's aside from the point, it's still illegal right now, buds. Um, so it's a stupid thing to do. But anyway, the doggos came out and they did their job very well. And they found hidden in bunches of paper towels and dishwasher detergent, they found 1,277 pounds or 557 kilograms of cannabis. Um, yeah. It, yeah. So it was labeled. It was labeled as uh, paper towels and dishwasher detergent. Um, what time was this that it was found? Uh, it was located Friday. I'm not certain what time. Uh, actually, the, the the article was posted literally four hours ago. Hmm. Um, so it was very recently. It was on Friday. I'm not certain exactly what time it was. Uh, it was Friday point. morning. It happened at Friday dawn. Morning. Oh, but I'm. Oh man, there are some bountiful puns to be made here, <laughs> but uh, but it's a uh, it's honestly it's it's crazy because they they seized, um, essentially, what was it uh, recently as well? And this was of course this was uh, in the the port of Buffalo, right. where they uh, where they nailed this. 
the Buffalo Port director, Gaetano Cordone. He has a very, like, like Italian mobster name. Please don't hunt me down. Uh, but uh, basically, yeah, he said uh, that um, that they the dedicated, hardworking staff, and mostly the dogs, the dogs did all the work. They scanned it with a machine, and then the dog found it. And then the people are like, we found this. It's like, nah, the dog did it, guys. Come on. Well, but we anyway, trained the dog. The dog knew no, what to do. The dog knew what to do. You just had to basically, you just had to be like, find <laughs> this. And the dog was like, I got this, homie. You gave <laughs> like, him a reason to do it. Yeah, you, you just, yeah, you're literally like, it's the dog, like. He could have done it yeah, if he wanted to. Yeah, the dog, yeah, the dog would have done it on its own. But, uh, but yeah, it, it's crazy, though, because it obviously is still very illegal to transport things across the border. So... Um, there could be a seven-year conviction, I believe, for smuggling cannabis, um, which is crazy. You're locking people up for a plant, folks. Just give them a giant fucking fine and send them on their way. Ban them from crossing the border again. You're good. Like, that's, why, why would you, like, lock them in a cell? Anyway, that's a stupid point, but they nailed this truck driver. Got it, like, fucking scanned it. Doggo was all, like, bing fucking nailed it pointed it right right below and and yeah it was amazing man and there's not a lot to that story obviously they can check it out on the growth op if they want to hop on their buds at home um and this will uh, be down below yeah and uh it's it's honestly just just frankly crazy i just think that the amount they got three million dollars worth of cannabis was seized it's very interesting that they still yeah. fucking labeled it as bounty and you know dish soap and stuff like that you know they label it as yeah. different company stuff well, no, but, well, that's the thing is it was actually there was uh, there was one of them like, you know, those Walmart forts where you basically like take the paper towel rolls out from behind yeah. the front roll and then you hide in behind it. They kind of did that. They took like a pallet worth of paper towel, took all the right. center, t- took all the center paper right, right. towels out, crammed a and, whole bunch of weed in there. <laughs> yeah, I get <laughs> it's just so, like, and that's funny amazing. that they did that. You know, it's funny that they mixed it with the companies and stuff like that. It's true. Speaking of other companies. Oh, yeah, that kind of leads me in my my next story oh yeah what do you got so this is a very special story that i have on wikileaf.com you can check out links down below as Mm -hmm. always now for this one have you gotten vaccinated because these dispensaries want to give you free weed i know we've covered this story before but it appears that the idea is spreading and we will let you know about that right now oh wait are you talking about pot for shots that we talked about on that other episode Absolutely, I'm talking about pop shots that we talked about. Oh. On that so, uh, but businesses all over the nation are offering up incentives to encouraging to encourage people to get the uh, vaccinations. Krispy Kreme donuts, for instance, says you can get a free glazed donut just for showing them your card. Fuck yeah! Uh, so, some employers like Petco, Aldi, Trader Joe's, Public, and Instacart are offering cash and or store credit for getting their shots, and some places. Um, you can even score free weed for getting vaccinated. Oh my god, buds, capitalism is solving the healthcare crisis! Exactly. And How as, did this happen? <laughs> and as before, pop for shots that we've talked about. Michigan yeah. Dispensary, the greenhouse of Wallard Lake, started its program essentially. Uh, if you were over the age of 21 with vaccination and a valid or you have a valid uh, med card, you get a free pre-roll joint from Ubake. That's pretty lit. awesome to do that. After now, you get it. <laughs> on top of that, a couple... Uh, first off, Greenhouse has extended their program, originally set to run uh, January 22nd to the 28th of February. They've yep. extended it through March 31st. Nice. 
pretty cool. Get on it, buds. I mean, well, a well, little bit late now, but yeah. Next, no, you know what? We'll see if they extend they might, it. They might extend it again. Um, and on top of that, in Arizona, the Mint Dispensary said anyone with a valid COVID nineteen vaccination card proving at least one dose could get a free edible, no purchase necessary. Hey. And one twenty one and older, but is available to anyone, not just medical marijuana users. The Mint hey. has three locations in Arizona. So you can go there. But on top of that, the nation's capital, D.C., uh, the D.C. Marijuana Justice specifically, started up a campaign. It's dubbed Joints for Jabs. <laughs> <laughs> Since Pots for Shots got taken, they had uh, to go with Joints for Jabs. What about which... Pokes for Tokes? I like that one. And that's where we need to start. Yeah. Pokes right, for Tokes. Pokes for Tokes. We'll we'll take we'll take one toke for every one of you that sends us a comment saying that you got the vaccine with like if you send us like a picture saying hey I got vaccinated you can cover your name out or whatever we'll take a toke for you exactly <laughs> like, um, we'll take a toke for you but this grand this group plans to wait at vaccination sites and hand out free gift ganja baggies oh my god I love it exactly like little bags just. See, uh, you know, every literally along with free weed, the bag will the contain world. a cheat sheet with phone numbers with council members for each DC district, so you can call them. So and... you can call them and be like, "Hey, I think it's a good idea to like represent cannabis and to fucking yeah." No, that's brilliant. This is brilliant. Like, and that's the thing is that's what I love about cannabis. Like, you know, cannabis users a lot of the time they're the most creative people. They come up with these interesting solutions. And you know that there were like there was a dude sitting in the back of his dispensary one day burning a doob after closing for the night and being like, Man, I'm so frustrated with the lack of people that are like going out and actually taking initiative to get the vaccine now that it's available. And they were like, I wonder if like I just offered my customers this, like if it would like They would do if it. They would do it. And and they like and they asked like one or two customers, Hey, if I offered you a free joint, if you proved to me that you had the vaccine, they were like, I'll be back this afternoon. And they like came back and they were like, Dong, and they you know got their free joint. And he was probably like, ding, got a little eureka moment. And all of a sudden, let's fucking go. Let's fucking go. And it just like took off. And and all these other companies, like this is fantastic because honestly, like we all know, like I mean, we don't need to harp on it, and I'm not going to go on about it. But we all know that the American medical system's a little bit wonky, and like you know, it's not necessarily the best system in the world. And, like, I think that with the vaccinations, you know, like, and that kind of thing, it'll help a lot less people get sick. And it'll take a lot of strain off, right? Which is always a good thing. Doctors are already overstressed. Um, thinking about them on a human level. Like, doctors are fucking stressed. They work way too much. Um, so, essentially, it's one of those things where I think that's that's great, man, that, like, companies, businesses are finally taking the initiative to be like, hey, we can do something about this, and it's as easy Absolutely. as just saying, we'll give you a discount or some free shit or, like, whatever, and people are like, yes! <laughs> it's so, like when I, uh, when I was a it's kid. so glad. I'm oh, sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say I'm so glad that the door is open for these businesses. It's true, it's true. I was, yeah, no, that's true. Uh, the door is open for these. I just wanted to touch on really quick, though. When I was a kid, when we would get our report cards, the mall near where I lived, if you brought your report card in and you got a passing grade, you could go to store to store and they'd give you random shit. And, like, you know, treats or something like that. And they would, like, you know, you just show them your report card. It's kind of like that, but you get joints. And that makes me so fucking happy. <laughs> but anyway, like you were saying, yeah, this opens a lot of doors and a lot of opportunities for a lot of businesses to get in there and do something to interact with their customers. But... Open doors can be bad in some cases, and in my next news story, that is the case in which the... Well, it was more so the act of closing 
an open door. So deputies were all, you know, Max relaxing all cool down by a trailer park where there was a guy acting a fool. Uh, they saw him drive into the trailer park, obviously not, you know, driving properly. And they approached him. And, you know, so they went over to him. He was obviously impaired. They did some roadside sobriety tests. Uh, this was, uh, of course, in the Campbell County Deputy's Office in Wyoming. That's where the story happened. Once again, it's on Growth Up. Link's below. Um, so he, the guy was sitting by his truck, like hanging out by his truck, obviously fucked up. So they talked to him and they said, hey man, you were driving, you're obviously messed up, like, what's going on? So the guy admitted to having consumed cannabis and alcohol while he was driving. Um, on a, he, I believe he came from Colorado, is what the, uh, hmm. the guy said. He was driving from Colorado to Wyoming. So he consumed both cannabis and alcohol while driving, which is fucking dumb. You're dumb. Don't do that. Like, stone. But anyway... That was the first stupid thing he did. So when he got there, he immediately admitted to that. He was like, yeah. And so they did some roadside sobriety tests. He failed them. And so they decided to put him under arrest for driving under the influence. Of course. And so, of course. So anyway, as they're putting him under arrest, he asked the officers to close the door of his trailer for him. They were like, hey, can you close my door for me? If you're going to take me in, like, at least, like, close the door to my house for me. Yeah. Be polite, right? please. You know, like, it's, don't just leave my door hanging open while we drive to the station, right? right? So, I mean, you know, I say he could have hollered at one of his neighbors and told them to do it. But, you know, whatever. Uh, but anyway, so the police went in and they saw hanging out some cannabis paraphernalia. You know, they, you know, saw it hanging out there in plain view. And so they asked the guy if they could search his house. Hmm. They were like, hey, can we get consent to search your house? And he gave it to them. Yeah, he didn't what? say no. He didn't say no. Obviously, mm. obviously, we are not talking about the sharpest cookie in the jar. But uh, anyway, so the deputies went in. They found the they found essentially a micro grow. It was really nothing super impressive. Um, he had like three cannabis plants uh, growing under a, like light. He had it under like you know high grade light and stuff like that. Um, he had sixteen grams of uh, actual cannabis flower, uh, nine grams of shatter, and three grams of THC wax. Now, the biggest problem here, like the cannabis itself, um, that if he has 85 grams or less in cannabis, it's a misdemeanor charge that you can get punished by a year in prison, potentially, or a $1,000 fine, which is bad, but more than likely, you'll just get the fine and probation and that kind of thing. Like, right. you're not, like, but the problem is, is that having more than point, 0 0.3 grams of liquid concentrate is a felony. So the fact that the dude had wax and shatter is a way bigger deal because that can lead to five years in prison or a $10,000 penalty. Substantially ups the ante. And he had a good amount. Like, he had much more than 0 0.3 grams. And so, uh, essentially right now, cultivation of any amount of cannabis is a misdemeanor charge in Wyoming right now. And it can result in six months can uh, jail time. Like, they're locking this dude in a cage. Like, for a plant. Instead of just Making taking money. Instead of put it, like sending him to work, making sure he goes to work every day, and part of his paycheck goes to paying off his fines. Bob, eh. There you go. Now a person, a human being, isn't rotting in a cage, and they're contributing to the economy. Hey, hey it's like yeah. you can do two things at the same time. But anyway, it's ridiculous, man. It's wild. Um, the, he got, like, nailed with that. 
and all because he was like, officer, um, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of impaired. And then they were like, all right, well, what were you doing? He was like, I drove from Colorado and I drank on the way here and I, I smoked cannabis on the way here. And they were like, oh, really? Like, you're admitting that? He's like, yeah. And they were like, you know, you have the right to remain silent. He's like, I know. And they were like, all right, we're going to do some field sobriety tests. He's like, sure. Fails the fuck out of those. And then yeah. they're like, yeah, then... we're, yeah, we're arresting you, bro. And all right, can you at least close my door? Okay. Yeah, could you uh, close my door for me? Don't pay attention to the bong on the table, though. No, we're going to go inside anyway. Oh, wait, what yeah. the? Oh, can, oh. We, yeah, can, we, okay. yeah, can we search your house? Yeah, go ahead, man. Okay. <laughs> yeah, sure. Do, do, do. Oh, well. Getting arrested. Anyway. Wild, man. Wild. But anyway, this dude, Um, hopefully, I really hope they go easy on him because I always, regardless of the amount of stupidity and, like, the doing multiple illegal things at once, which I always harp on, like, like regardless of any of that, I still hope they go lenient on the guy and, if anything, they, you know, get him help for the thinking that drinking and driving at all is a good idea. But, frankly, yeah, it's a, it's a really interesting story of stupidity leading to, uh, like like we said in the intro, an open door leading to a closed cell door. Absolutely. Yeah, but uh, that's, that's, that's pretty much all I had for that. Yeah, yeah, that's well, I, I had that for the story. Well, then I guess that's a good way to close the weed news for today. Yeah, you're right, man. You're right. I think it would be a fantastic idea for us to roll into another ad spot before we flip into something else. What do you think? Yes. All right, let's roll it. Hey, buds. You really want to show off your love of marijuana or just really shine at your next smoke session? You really want to go to myhighshop.com for some of the coolest cannabis clothing and accessories. They have shirts, sweats, jewelry, grinders, and even pipes made out of amethyst crystals. You can check them out using the link below and let them know I sent you by using code GOODBUDSCURTIS at checkout. You can save 35% off your entire order and free shipping. Again, that's code GOODBUDSCURTIS at checkout. Thank you to MyHighShop.com, and let's get back to the show. Man, I love My High Shop. They are so freaking sweet. That hat, that, that like red beakless, the beakless hat, I, I want to get one of those. I feel like I could pull that off. <laughs> like, Maybe. Possibly. Maybe not. I don't know. I, don't know. I, I, could, I could. Well, I mean, well, I, I could probably put. Well, I don't know. I have so much hair; it might get stuck on my head. I don't know if I'd be able to pull it off after I put put it on. <laughs> How are you feeling, man? I'm I'm feeling magnificent. Uh, I feel you know happy. Um, a little bit, uh, a little bit lower energy. Um, my energy levels are kept up by this energy drink that I've had for the podcast because I'm always prepared. Um, but, uh, I do feel the relaxation, um, honestly, my aches and pains that I normally have are still there, but much less noticeable, um, and I just, overall content, man, I'm having, having a lot of fun with this strain, I think it, it's, yeah, it's great, Very nice. <laughs> it's Very nice. how, yeah, how are you, man, how are you feeling? Uh, well, for me, it's strange, because it's supposed to be knockout strain and i think it's just because i'm fighting the urge and i definitely keep getting those waves of sedative effects every time (laughs) i you know hit it but i I don't know i'm still awake i'm definitely getting happy and relaxed and i guarantee if i smoke more of this i will get sleepy eventually but (laughs) right now i'm still feeling good um a little bit of dry mouth but as always i got some babs nearby i've been staying hydrated and uh yeah, not too much dry eyes though. So well, that's one, we we like we said that. we we blink a lot, right? We we blink like a freakish amount. So exactly. I mean that's like like we said that's why that's why if you're watching our YouTube right now you can't see our eyes. They're they're just blinking so fast the frame rate can't keep up. So that it just looks like we don't have eyes. 
Same with their mouths. Same with their mouths. <laughs> oh man but no that's great man like these strains are both like they're, they're treating us fantastic you're smoking that presidential kush and i'm smoking this beautiful rockstar cushion like i'm glad we both got cushions for this episode because like these cushions are crushing it and it makes me super freaking happy exactly and i got a little bit left in my bong yeah i got a little bit left in my bong as well man well then let us take a hit and we will have that lead us into the Interview. Interview. <coughs> Welcome everyone to the interview portion of the podcast. Today we are joined by Suzanne, very wonderful close friend of mine. Worked with her for a couple years over at my actual job, but she is a cannabis enthusiast, cannabis grower, and a very, very very great baker of some uh, <laughs> fine edibles. Suzanne, how are you doing today? I'm good, Curtis. How are you? Hi, Shay. Hi. It's nice to have you here. Hi. Nice to have you. Nice to have you. I'm glad to be here. <laughs> now, we're going to start with the first question that we always have for all of our buds on the podcast. Suzanne, do you partake in the cannabis? I sure do. Absolutely. Yes. I mean, on I, the red. Kind of <laughs> just, uh, just as such. So I would hope so. With that, we have our bong packed as always. I got my bong here. I got my bong right here. And Suzanne, what are you going to be smoking for us today? I'm smoking a joint of Jedi Kush. Ooh, Jedi Kush. Mm -hmm. I love Jedi. Yeah. That does it, yeah. You got Rockstar Kush from Shank over there. I got me some Presidential yeah. Kush. It's going to be fantastic. I didn't even plan that. I didn't even nice. Know. We got three Kush strains. That's magnificent. Fantastic. And <laughs> with everyone at home, I hope you got your uh, proper, proper uh, weed receptacle edible. Fuck it, just smoke your weed. Let's blaze it. <laughs> Let's blaze it, boys. <coughs> Man, that rock, wow. that friggin' rock star Kush punches like it's breaking a guitar over my throat, my lungs. <coughs> I'm kind of jealous. I haven't done a bong hit in like a year, year and a half, maybe. No. Oh, wow. yeah, glass at home anymore i just smoke regular joints really yeah see what you gotta do what you gotta do is you gotta get kid-friendly bongs so they just kind of look yeah. like uh they, they just look like little colorful they cute little glass like yeah they look, look like cute little things you keep them up on the shelf like display pieces and then you know like after you like you know when you want to take them down you take them down they're pretty beautiful but uh, for one second folks here while i quickly uh desanitize because obviously we're oh. anti here <laughs> Yeah, no problem. Well, and while while he's doing that really quick, uh, Suzanne, um, I'd like to thank you again for being on the show today. I know it's a lot of, you know, it's really great when people take time out of their day to come and talk to us two buds. I've heard a little bit about you. Um, so it's it's nice to have you here. Glad to be here. Oh, <laughs> well, there you go. So now she gets to take herself a bog. She likes to say it. It's been a little while. This is what we do. We, we provide our guests, right? We, you know, guests of our show, they're important to us. Took it like a champ still. See? Oh. It's been a while, but you still got it. Look at that. Practiced. Practiced. Yeah, the presidential coach. It's a little, uh, yeah. <clears throat> like, strung, like, the crystal almost mm -hmm. of it. Yeah. Little citrusy at first and piney, but then it kind of is, like, it rolls into <coughs> the earthy is what I yeah. was noticing. Like some presidents, it comes on a little bit strong. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, it could just uh, be the fact I haven't done a bong hit in a year and a half, but, you know. Of course. It was great. 
Thank you so much. Awesome. <coughs> yeah. Um. So, I mean, let's start getting into our first little bits of questions here. Yeah. So, how long have you been growing for? Since 2015. 2015? <laughs> yeah. Now, do you remember the first uh, strain that you started smoking? Absolutely. Yeah, it was the Girl Scout form cut cookies. Um, oh. It was a very, very nice plant. For our first grow, you know, when it was over, I couldn't believe that. Now, did you get this from a clone or was this from a seed? It was from a clone. Very, yeah. very mm -hmm. nice. Yeah, very yeah, nice. The, the only time I've ever successfully brought a plant to full term, I think, was from a clone. Um, I, I haven't grown a lot in the past. I have very, 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 very limited experience. Curtis tells me you've got a lot more, so I hope to learn something from you today. Um, but um, I like the only time it's ever been really successful is when I did it from a clone. And, uh, like, and that was, oh, God, 15 years ago. <laughs> Well, it's just nice with clones, you can trust the genetics. You know, when you get seeds, you know, it's hard. You know, they're going to be... Um... Yeah. Well, it's like apple trees. You can't you can't even grow apple trees from seeds, right? It's like when you when you like you have to clone them because if you don't, they end up being complete garbage, right? So, like, cannabis... Depends really on yeah. germination and stuff like that as yeah. well. Out of 20 seeds, maybe five of them will really sprout. Right. And out of those, how many survive? Yeah. Well, you'd be surprised actually a lot of cannabis companies now are guaranteeing the their set yeah. their seeds they're uh, like my a good uh, my close friend of mine who i play music with um last year's grow um he had put out 28 seeds and it was the funniest thing because he was giving me an update on when they germinated uh so um so like one day he was like he's like oh yeah like 11 of them have germinated he's like i'm a little bit worried they might not pop or whatever and i was like oh cool man you know like they're doing well so far and the next day he's like, oh, he's like, we're up to 23. And then like a couple hours later, he's like, oh, wait, nope. He's like 25. And then like, and then, like, and later that night, he's like, right. yes. He's like, so every, every single one of the seeds open. I was like, what yeah. the hell? I was like, yeah, oh my weird. God. I do the same method every time with the paper towel and just keeping it damp. And every time it's like after two days, sometimes you'll have some prop and sometimes it takes up to a week before they start popping, you know? Right. So, yeah, it's nerve wracking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I definitely like, prefer yeah, clones, yeah. you know, because yeah, I'm like biting yeah. my nails, you know. Yeah, it's like an, well, it's like an inspirational quote I read on Facebook the other day. You know, it's like we're all we're all like you know popcorn all pops out of the same popper. It's you know some of them pop a little sooner and some of them pop a little later. You just gotta wait for your time to pop. And and I. I thought I pop all the time every time I stand up, right? Because I got a bad knee, so. We just call them duds. Like, when I was growing up, we had, like, um, my mom always grew her own garden, so we started seeds. You know, when I was a kid, we were doing a garden and stuff, and we nice. would just call them duds. You know, you put them in the ground, they don't come up. So the experience goes, so many. Oh, yeah. The experience it's the same thing with back. cucumbers, and they would just come up like that, and we're like, come on, why? Yeah. <laughs> or they wouldn't show up at all, mm -hmm. but. Yeah, these cucumbers uh, are making me feel inadequate. <laughs> But just, so 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 you're saying your garden experience, like your growing experience. You said you've been growing cannabis obviously since 2015, but your your experience with growing goes yeah. way further back than that. Right. Yeah. Corn and tomatoes, and you know, not a whole lot of um, fruits and stuff like that. But uh, well, we did have a strawberry patch. Fruit is hard. Yeah, yeah. But I just I do it in the summer every summer because when you go to the grocery store, you just can't get produce anymore there's stuff there but that's not produce it tastes like shit you know it has no flavor right but you yeah. grow your own yeah. garden one time grow your own tomatoes you'll never not grow tomatoes in this yeah place. well uh, like having worked at the grocery store i remember having a conversation with the produce like manager and stuff like that and they it was a really interesting topic about how uh 
uh strawberries specifically like you mentioned strawberries like wild strawberries are one of my favorite things in the world i'm sure if you've had you probably your variation that you grew was probably a semi-wild one because they don't tend mm -hmm. to grow very well cultivated unless you're like right on top of them and uh so i was talking to him and he said that the reason why strawberries now are so flavorless is because they've for years and years and years focused on making the biggest reddest strawberries they can get they don't care what it tastes like they just want when you look at it for you to go mama mia that's a spicy strawberry like that's a hell that's of a strawberry big, big that, juicy well, when i first started growing tomatoes yeah. on my own without my mom like at my own house they would always have like those stretch marks on them or like the lines that would grow right and i'd be like mom is there something wrong with my tomatoes and she's like no that's just what they do sometimes they grow in spurts because they have extra water sometimes they have dry times where they don't grow so she's like, that's normal, but you don't see that in the grocery store. No, it, it's not a perfectly smooth tomato. <laughs> yeah. Then it's like eh, bottom of the barrel. But you cut well, into yeah. that tomato, and it is so fucking good. So why can't mm -hmm. they sell that in the store? You know, so, because oh, yeah. people couldn't, don't want that. Want they want the cosmetic, perfect. Yeah, that, that's why I like a lot of grocery stores now are doing, um, they're doing I'm ugly, but I'm still good. Yeah, like thing they have like it's a, my my grocery store had it when I was working at it. Uh, we had um a section over in our bakery actually like close to our bakery that if anything turned out not looking the way it was supposed to i guess like not aesthetically pleasing um they would put it up and they'd put it on sale they'd be like hey we're gonna mark it down 50 percent off doesn't randazzas serve one of those supermarkets that do that around here i think so. yeah and they're like and they're like, I'm, have, like I'm, one I'm of ugly, those... but I'm, it's like i'm ugly but i'm still useful and i was like man a sign in a grocery store has not touched me so personally <laughs> Like bananas right? that split off into two, or like a yeah. strawberry that's just like has or a like weird. A, yeah, like a like a like a an eggplant that's like kill me, you know. Like and, and you're like and you're like okay, eggplant, I'm gonna make some eggplant souffle. You know. Part of me, I feel bad for you, but I also want to put you on life support. Well, it's like a pug. It's adorable and ugly at the same time, right? You know. Of course. And and no, so that's that's fantastic. So your experience goes back like with growing like with your family and stuff like that. I mean, as somebody who's grown with my family, I know that that's a awesome experience right like you know it's really really good but back to the cannabis growing though curtis tells me that you grow some like good cannabis yeah Were, did you notice like immediate success with cannabis growing when you started like in 2015 or was it one of those things where like a lot of people your first couple grows you were like man why am i getting a fistful of weed well when we started growing i was uh in a relationship and <coughs> was big into growing you know so when oh. we moved in um to our house we started growing there together after being there for about four years. We figured we could make it work in the space that we had there. Yeah. So we started growing and he was very knowledgeable and he picked it up really quick. So he did really good with it. Um, and so I was, he worked midnights too. So I would have to do the watering, the feeding schedules, everything like that. And so I picked it up more and started doing more and more of the yeah. chores and stuff there. And then when we split up, then I just kept doing it on my own. But well, yeah, you're not gonna yeah. stop. <laughs> you know, strong first, independent women. The first one on my own was like sketch. You know, I was very scared that you know my confidence was like beat down. Like, can I do this on my own? But like, I knew everything I had to do. So when I did my first outdoor and it turned out great, I was so proud of myself. So that's why I keep doing it. Like this year, I felt maybe I'm too busy to do it, but I just am forcing myself to do it because it just is such a confidence builder. You know, and that's a, a yeah, great. Yeah way like a therapy and that's why gardening and is such a good happy hobby for people you know like you put your heart and soul into something and you can see it grow and do so good you know right it's, it's awesome it's awesome 
Absolutely. Now, as you say, you're doing outdoor growings now in the summer. Uh, you used to do both, correct? Yeah, yeah, indoor and outdoor. Uh, is it just uh, Corona that's changed it or just scheduling in general? That's just scheduling, it? yeah. Working so much now, it's hard for me to be able to put the amount of focus you have to into an indoor, you know, definitely. Right. Yeah, and with the and with the switch to an outdoor grow, um, because I know, um, like I once again, like it's a, it might not be a scientific the indica sativa thing, but I know that traditionally, uh, sativas are a little bit faster and like better for indoor grow, or like or sorry, indicas oh. are better for indoor grows usually, right? Because they grow a little bit faster, they have a bit faster germination and like flowering time and stuff. But sativas, well, are you so are you are you picking a different strain for outside or? Um, I usually do like hybrids. I do hybrids or indicas mostly because sativas in Michigan's outdoor season, some sativas go for like 12 weeks. And so you'll get late into October. And lately we've been having to cut them down early October because we get rain like around the second week yeah. of October. And, and it just rains. Yeah, yeah rain yeah. seven days straight and, you know, it's cold. And so we have been chopping early. So to do a sativa and it to go 12 weeks, you're really crossing your fingers that you're going to get great weather. Yeah, um, we yeah. did a um, ghost, tra ghost train haze like three years ago. Love, love, yeah. love, love. That is that one of my favorite strains. Favorite. What's that? That is one of my favorite strains. Yeah, and it was yeah. it was a beautiful plant, but it was the last one in the garden. It did not want to finish. We went oh. for about 12 weeks with that, oh. and a half weeks. Yeah. yeah. It has more of that temperate climate, yeah. so. Yeah. Well, Nova Scotia is the same. I'm actually shocked about how close in like that's the thing is because I mean it's obviously closer to the border, um, but it's one of those things that I'm I'm regularly shocked that we will be having the same weather at the same time like yeah. sometimes, like because uh, um, I'm on with Curtis every day like uh, it's pretty much daily unless something's going on, um, like pretty much daily and so. Um, like, I'll be like, man, yeah, it's rainy here, and it's shitty, super windy, and it's, like, gross, and, like, you know, lots of overcast and stuff, and he's like, yeah, the weather's literally exactly the same here. Um, and, and it's, and it's one of those things that I'm just like, you know, I mean, I'm sure that it's two entirely different weather systems, but just the what fact that... Where Canada are you from? Nova Scotia. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Nova Scotia. Now, are you originally from, are you originally from where you're living, like, from, like, Michigan, like, where you're at yeah, now, like yeah, yeah, this area, you, you born and raised kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. On the playgrounds where you spent most of your days. No, that's yeah. magnificent. That's that's great. And so, Curtis said you've been working together for a long time. We don't usually we don't go into too many details about his other yeah. job, about the other the other life. Yes. Um, but uh, but he tells me that you are a fantastic coworker. That you guys get along yes. very well. Yes, I know. So, Curtis, I think, are so two can you tell me? So without yeah, too, out of without, everybody so, else. Yeah, so without too too many details about like the workplace or anything, can you in because Curtis hasn't given me the full well he might give me like a touch and go like how he met you from his side but how did you meet my other half? Uh, at work. I mean, yeah. literally, I when I started working there, Shane, like yeah. Just when you're at one. our job, you're either there forever or you're there for a couple weeks and you're gone yeah yeah, yeah. we're two of the people who have been stuck there forever you're just there you're a fixture and that's 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 pretty that's pretty standard for a lot of like like service industry jobs and hospitality jobs i find because like it's one of those things where once you find one that fits with you and it hits that niche like it hits that spot like for me um when i was at the grocery store i did a lot of things i wore a lot of hats and a few of them fit but 
the one that I the one that I enjoyed the most was the like I did like basically front end attendant work, which was like getting carts, fixing things if they broke, you know, jumping on cash if I needed to, running around the store doing miscellaneous tasks. Um, and it kept me busy. It was fun. It was engaging. I got to deal with customers, but if I wanted to walk away, I could. Like if I saw a customer walking towards me, I could turn around really quick and go in my office. Nope, I don't have to deal with you. Yes, yeah, so exactly. Nothing. <laughs> yeah, I, I said, no, 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 you know, so like, uh, so basically, like, it was a great fit for me. And so like, you know, I stuck around, but you'd see people like a cashier get hired, and they'd be there for like three days, and then they'd be gone. And then the the produce department would be like, yeah, we're hiring this new person. We're really excited. It's gonna be great. They're gonna be an awesome fit for the for the produce team and blah, 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 and stuff like that. And then like, you'd have like two days off work. And then you come back and you'd be like, Oh, when did that new person start? They'd be like, Oh, yeah, they started two days ago. And then they, uh, they quit the next day. And you'd be yeah. like, oh, yeah. okay, so they got hired and left before I even met them. Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing that happens. Yeah, and yeah, leaves but, you in a bind, too. But you do make... <laughs> yeah. You have no notice. Okay, exactly. make it work. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, you know that spot that you had, you thought you had filled and you had scheduled for the next couple yeah. weeks? Good luck, buddy. Nope. Yeah. Nope. That nope. just happened to us, not that uh, one. That's two different ones. Yeah, well, I remember. I remember Curtis. Yeah, he had. Uh, he we had to juggle around the podcast schedule a little bit and stuff, which is okay, hundred percent. Like, no, just with the servers. I mean, we had it with the cooks yeah. Oh, you had the cooks and servers. Oh my god! So both ends of the house had it. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Front and back, both taking it. Just oh, say god. the place is pretty screwed. I've seen movies yeah. like this. <laughs> Ships um, coming down. <laughs> yeah, no, that's but um and yeah, but but I also know like I also know that you make some fantastic lifelong friends and like you form some like really lasting important relationships with people that you work with and I know like TV shows and a lot of people on you know social media and stuff will discount. They'll be like, oh, you've got your work friends and you've got your real friends <laughs> and I'm like, dude, if you can tr if you have to differentiate them, yeah, why? Like, you know, like, it's like, come on, I, like, I, I, I might differentiate between friends and acquaintances, but if there's someone that I consider a friend in one location, then they're a friend, you know, and, and so a lot of the people at our work, they're not just work friends, they are all, like, friend friends, too, you know, yeah, we all, yeah. And that's magnificent. Here, yeah. Help with this. Hey, yeah. just the other month we all helped somebody move. Yeah, moving. That's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm sure Curtis did the light lifting because of his uh, his uh, previous injury. Did you uh, did you feel did you feel as bad as I did for him when he was limping around with a, an injured wrist? No, I didn't. I didn't no, you didn't it. feel bad? You didn't well, I was gone, remember? Oh, yeah. That was right. when I was gone for like. Yeah, uh, when he came back and he was all. When he came back and he was like, was oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like two or three years ago. Yeah. What happened, though? Tell me the story and I'll remember. Uh, when I Stop. was mountain biking and I broke my wrist <laughs> and then I was in a cast. He hit himself off of his bicycle. Yeah. <laughs> oh, biking. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. 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 Pain. Yeah. And what you're trying to do for fun that you actually get hurt, right? Exactly. Yeah, I, well, that, yeah, it's like when I can get paid for it because <laughs> yeah. I'm on the job or anything like that. Right. No, it's I like, don't know. And you feel like right. a dumbass. You're like, but, oh, but what you do, <laughs> like, what you do is if your arm is like broken and like dangling there or something like that, what you do is you just like prop it up like this and just hum dum 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 walk into work. And then as soon as you walk in, bump into the door frame and be like, oh, you had a kid try that. Oh, really? He, got hurt. he was actually uh, trying. It's a joke. <laughs> no, I mean, like, I guess he got hurt while doing some kind of sports thing, but it yeah, wasn't, like, yeah. super bad. Came into work and bumped it on something, and then goes to the doctor, and turns out he tore his ACL or something. <laughs> and it's like, 
oh, he did that at work. No, he didn't. He did that at soccer practice before he came into work. Yeah, and there's like, and, and they forget to, they forget to, yeah, it's like they forget to, like they forget to, like mention that people will probably be like, hey, dude, I, I was at that soccer game and I saw what happened. <laughs> but, anyway. uh, so speaking of hobbies, um, I gotta ask, do you play disc golf too? Because I know Curtis is really into it. I do not. I do no? not. I have played one time, but that's it. Uh, yeah, with my uh, brother-in-law. You have to, you have to get Curtis to teach you. When I, when I go visit, I'm gonna get him to teach me. So, <laughs> I'm absolutely down to learn. I'm trying to be outside as much as possible this summer. That's uh, sure. So, well, that's hey, just like your plants, you're gonna be outdoors, <laughs> yeah, right? right? That's After winter, I'm always like, get me out of this house. I hibernate all winter. Yeah, yeah. So, now to jump back to some cannabis questions, I do have a good one for you. Um, what is your favorite method of consumption? I know Curtis is a bong dude. He leans heavily towards the bongs. Um, but, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm a joint guy. I love rolling a joint and just sitting there and having one. So what's your favorite method of, I'd say the joint too. I, I prefer a joint. Um, a lot of times I'm smoking right after work and it's just nice to be able to like roll one and like a whole process, you know, of unwinding after work and smoking. Usually I'll go outside and smoke, but, um, yeah, I, I like dabs and, um, I like tarts and stuff too, but I just prefer joints. Now, we also know about some edibles, which are also some good. And I know yeah. that you make some very fantastic caramel. Yes. yes. Please, please tell these folks yeah. about the caramel. You don't need um, to give away your secret recipe, but... Yeah, no. Yeah, we just were trying to find different things to make. Um, and we started with, like, brownies and, you know, the usual stuff. But we were trying to find things that you could use the um, most amount of weed, you know, and make the uh, most amount of stuff, you know? So they were super strong, but you could have like one like, with the caramels. The whole, it was so strong. Um, you could eat just one piece of them and I would get pretty rocked for like the whole day, just off oh, yeah. one little piece. So you would buy, you know, you'd get a, a slab of it and that you put it in your freezer and it would last you forever. That stuff is so good. It was literally <laughs> like a slab, I would say like a pound to maybe a yeah. little bit more. <laughs> Like flat on a cookie sheet with parchment paper over mm -hmm. it, and then I would oh. take it home and I would cut it into like those little one inch cubes, uh, cubes. cubes. Yeah. and I would just take a couple of those, pop them in coffee, let them melt, and drink oh, them like yeah. that. Yeah. Just pop a couple in my mouth. It was fantastic. No, that that sounds like a magnificent idea because I bet that the sugars would the sugars the like high sugar content would really bond with the THCA and the THC like it would really bond with it. So like when you eat it, you'd be like popping off very quickly like and it would digest fast too because it's literally and we tried we tried a few different recipes and this one seemed to be the one where the cannabis flavor would be masked the most um but it wasn't too sweet either right you it, still the consistency was like perfect you still knew yeah. it was medicated yeah. but it wasn't like right it, it was just perfect it was yeah. great it mostly yeah, it had that flavor you know, so you could tell it was medicated because there was weed in there. But also, I like to keep them that way. That way, it doesn't look so much like um, regular candy, you know, because I am a parent, too. So I have kids. So I have yeah, to, like, yeah. keep things locked away and make sure I'm trying to do everything possible to keep it, you know, where the kids aren't going to know the right, difference right. between them. Yeah, well, not, yeah, because on top of because on top of educating, because on top of educating right. kids about yeah, it, like, exactly. you also, you also do have to take... Because, I mean, like, I know, like, uh, it's important, like, I've worked with children a lot in the past, too. Uh, yeah. Some of my first jobs were, like, childcare and that kind of thing. 
you gotta like it's like you you need to educate the kids about the things but also take steps to keep the things out of the hands of the kids you can't just be like you can't just be like razor blades are dangerous don't play yeah. with them and then leave razor blades all over the floor like you know it's... Was, do have a little bit of weed in my caramel or my kids pick it up and eat it i would rather have a little bit of weed in my caramel you know? oh yes yeah didn't bother me at all exactly. <laughs> Yeah, I always told people that. Yeah. My favorite was truffles. I made truffles one time ago, a long time back. Um, and I, the funny thing is, I had never made non-cannabis truffles. I had never made any complicated non-cannabis dessert of any kind. And I made these truffles with my old roommate. They turned out fantastic. They were delicious. I loved everything about them. Got baked out of my gourd. Um, and, uh, but, uh, but I recommend trying them if you haven't tried them yet. Like, listen, put that on the caramel, like caramel first and truffles. Now, now with your caramel, uh, I know that there were specifically a couple times where it may not have gone exactly how you wanted. Yeah. Uh, so how'd those times go? Cause trust me, when it's perfect, it's perfect. Right. But we had, uh, there was the one instance where I bought a slab. Yeah, I was trying to help you out. You were going camping, so I was, like, trying to throw still, it together. And I still really appreciate it, and I still yeah. made it work, but... Right. And so I was doing it after work, and I think I was, like, making caramel until, like, 2 o'clock in the morning. And so when I put the... Hold the parchment paper out, I don't think I had the right parchment paper. But at that point, I was like, I don't give a fuck. I'm just wrapping it up, you know? Yeah. And so when I wrapped it, <laughs> the next day... I couldn't get the wax paper off of it. It was completely stuck because it wasn't the right paper. Oh, no. And I was so mad. I'm like, Curtis, I'm so sorry. <laughs> if you still, if you don't want it, it's fine. He's like, no, I'll take it. No, I, I took oh, it. Man. I made it work. Yeah. Uh, figured out that if you like microwave it or microwaved it for like five seconds and made it just soft enough where you were able to pull it off just enough yeah. and yeah. one inch at a time, it worked. Right. <laughs> it was fine. That's a, that's a. That's that's the way to go, man. One inch at a time. Yeah, it, <laughs> but uh, but uh, no, that was like, time with me. And then I think you were mentioning that there was another time where something had gone wrong. Um. Well, I was packaging the caramels. You know, we had to wrap them. We would cut them in. Sometimes we would cut them into the little pieces and do individual wrapped ones. You know. And so as I was sitting there, I would eat them because there's so, <laughs> you cannot resist eating these things. And I had probably one for like you one for me. Yeah. <laughs> I had probably like four. And I didn't realize how strong they were going to be. This, I mean, I should know by now, but yeah. you never know. And um, so they all that like, just may vary. yeah. And I had to take my um, kids to a doctor's appointment and it hit me like right when I got to the doctor's appointment, I'm sitting in there trying to like fill out the paperwork. And I'm like, Oh my God. Oh my goodness. Yeah. But I was yeah. able to pull myself together and recover. Thank God. Oh yeah. Yeah, I think we've all been at one of those not so fine moments. I think we've all been at one of those points where you eat the edible and it's just like, all right, this will yeah. hit me at just the perfect time, and right. it hits you at the worst possible time. Oh yeah, or yeah the yeah, best, depending yeah. on how you look at it. Yeah, well, my my favorite my favorite incident with that, I think that I can recall like right off the top of my head is uh, I was with a band um, along like a while back, probably like seven or eight years ago, maybe nine years ago now. And um, we were about to go play our first show together, like having practiced. We were pretty good, but I, like the bassist was like, "Dude, I got some edibles," and we were all like, "Yay!" <laughs> so we, uh, so we all took some, like a little while before we had practiced before the show, and we went out to the show. And we were all feeling okay. We had thought the edibles had kicked in, like, but then again, we were also smoking, and that kind of stuff. And so we set up, 
And right when we're about to go out on stage, I realized that I had to focus on breathing. Um, <laughs> and it wasn't because of anxiety or anything. I, I, I don't get like stage typical stage fright or anything like that. I mean, like it's a, I might get a little bit shaky before I go out, but it's more of a I want to go out now, like kind of thing. Like it's more of a, I hate waiting for it. I'd rather be out there. So, like I don't get stage fright. So the fact that I realized I had to focus on breathing. And I, and I was like, and everything is really loud, and the people around me are just, like, acting really weird right now. And then I was like, wait, maybe I'm the one acting weird right now. What's and, happening? And then, I, and then I looked at my bassist, and he was, like, wide-eyed. His eyes were, like, saucers. And he was looking at me, and I was like, and I just, and I just remember that our drummer, like, he was, like, the anchor of this group. Like, the drummer, like, John, like, if you're listening out there, man. Dude, anchor of the group. But... He came up to both of us and like basically like we were like standing probably like I don't know, th three feet apart and he like reached his arms out and just put his hand on the back of either of our heads and he was like he was like focus <laughs> and then he like turned us and like pushed us towards the stage and we went out and like once I got out on stage I was okay like I got like I like was managed to like kind of forget about the fact that I was way too high but immediately after I was done performing, the fact that I was way too high came to a head again, and I was like, "All right, I need to go sit down with a beer and just not talk to anything." All the adrenaline wore <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. But, but yeah, I had that moment, just that one moment where I was like, "Uh, can't, okay, in, out, in," you know, and like, and but I had to pull myself together, jump on stage, you know, just that that kind of moment of, "All right, pull yourself together, get shit done." You can freak out afterwards and sit in the shower for two hours. That's fine. <laughs> like, exactly. Yeah. So that's so that's magnificent, and uh, like it's you know like so, obviously making edibles, and like caramels. Like obviously, when I come down to visit, I hopefully hopefully when you know like we we, we I, I am patient. I'm a patient man. I maybe have yeah I maybe half Russian, but I'm not in a hurry. But when the borders okay. open, yeah. But when the borders open back up. Um, I'm definitely, Curtis is going to come up here for a visit and because I'm actually getting married, uh, my other half and I, like we, I call her my wife anyway, but, um, basically, uh, we, we were going to get married for 2020, but we had to postpone our wedding due to COVID. And so we decided that until the borders are open enough that Curtis and Isaac can get up here from the United States to come to my wedding, uh, I'm not having my wedding. Like, if the people that I want there can't be there, and there's a very limited number of people I want there, because, I mean, I might be a very personable person, but I don't really like a lot of people. So, <laughs> so Same. Oh, yeah. So, so, like, so, like, Curtis and Isaac are two people that are on the absolutely fucking need-to-be-there list for the wedding. So if they can't be, then I'm going to postpone the wedding until they can. But I'm also going to come down there to visit, because I want to see... You know, where Curtis rolls around, you know, I want to see all these I want to see how you Americans are still breathing. <laughs> it's like, I want to see how America still manages to function, just having invented the wheel. But, uh, <laughs> but, um, no, but it's, uh, like, but no, I think it's, it, it would be great, because I have been to the States a lot and stuff like that, right? But I've never been to, like, your area of the States. And Curtis tells me it's a really interesting, unique area. The people seem fucking great. Everybody that Curtis has introduced me to... Like, I'm like, holy shit, they might, like, it's like a little pocket of Nova Scotia hiding in the States. Like, I, I love like it. A lot of friendly people are in this area. It seems like we're basically honorary Canadians. Based they on are. all the Canadians I met, they're like, dude, are you in Canada? And I'm like, no, we're just right. in, like, this yeah, part of Michigan is, that's away yeah, from Detroit. A little pocket. Yeah. 
No, it's true. It's a little pocket of like a little pocket of like Canadian nicety in the States. And I love it. Like, you know, well, a, but, but, but especially yeah. where we are on the water, you know, you yeah. get a lot of people that are boaters and stuff. And that's like being outdoors. It's so relaxing and just makes you happier in general. So oh, I think absolutely. there's a lot of avid or outdoors people, you know, in our area. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've been on. I've been I mean, on that was another reason Shank asked uh, if you were into disc golf because it's yeah, it's just something that yeah, it's a people. hobby. Yeah, it's just things that we do around oh, yeah. here. You garden, you boat, you disc golf. Yeah, ride sure. your bike. Oh yeah, yeah. very, very, very gentrified hippie or hipster style. I love it. Yeah. I love yeah. it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And because people are people are always like, you know, that's that's very hipster. I'm <laughs> like, I'm like, what's wrong with hipsters, man? They look cool. Yeah. <laughs> like like hipster beards are neat. You know, I like to see someone no. like casually down the street when it's yeah. nice out. You know. Yeah, it's like it's like Curtis deciding to walk a microwave instead of drive it somewhere. <laughs> it happens. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like if you lived in a big city, you wouldn't be. Well, I don't know. Actually, I, I, I still would do I it. Can, I can safely say I would have that more reason to do it at some point. In the past, when I was living either in Toronto or Halifax, I probably did see someone pushing around a microwave at some point in like a shopping <laughs> cart or like not. I don't know if they used like a fold out folder bag. Look, it makes thing, more but... sense than in like New York City. I'm not going to take a taxi with my microwave. I'm gonna Welcome to it. New York. <laughs> Curtis pulling his microwave now. But uh, yeah, no, that'd be a. Uh... That'd be magnificent, man. Like, just walking down the streets in New York, it'd be like the intro to The Sopranos, walking all, like, strutting all serious, and the camera pans down, and it just zooms out, and you're, like, walking with a thing with, like, wheels, and it's got a microwave on it. And it's just, like, all intense and serious. They're doing all those, hot, like, those Dutch, those Dutch <laughs> angle shots. But, uh, like... Anyway. But, yeah, but no, that's fantastic. And, like, honestly, like, I can't wait to visit down there. Yeah. Um, and when I do, I hope to be able to try some of these famous edibles. Yeah, like, yeah. I really do. I'll, do. I'll do the harvest, and I'll be definitely making tons of edibles. Yeah, that'll be. Yeah, we'll de we'll definitely we'll we'll definitely all smoke together for sure. It'll depend on the uh, time frame. If you can't get down here before she makes some, then I'll try to include some in the care package. Yeah. Oh, there you go. We'll figure it out. I mean, no, Curtin. I mean, that's that's Curtis won't do that. He's not. He'll, I'll he... hide it behind some paper towel. It'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> just send me some dish detergent oh, yeah one of yeah one of our news stories from this week in the news segment was the fact that a shipment um a three million dollars worth of cannabis got busted at the border um and it was in a shipment and on the shipment manifest it was listed as paper towel and dish detergent and so what had happened was you know those little um like forts that you can make at walmart by taking the paper towel rolls out from the front row so like all the back rows you move them but you keep the front row like they did that but with cannabis so they took all the center the center ones out of the i pound. just showed her the picture yeah, yeah and crammed it full of weed <laughs> and, and and it's like and and so they found it basically they found it by scanning the truck yeah, and uh they and they were like and they were like hey that paper towel that palette looks kind of weird um so they brought out the so they brought out the good boy they brought out the good doggos yeah, right. um yeah they brought out the good doggos who were doing their job i'm not judging the dog like he's just they're just doing their job yeah. And they did, and the doggo did a very good job and found exactly what it was looking for, which was cannabis. And it told it told the police officers, which kind of sucks, but hey, whatever, he's got to do his job. And so, you know, he told the the good dog told the told the police officers, and they found the weed, and it was three million dollars worth of cannabis. Someone is very mad right now. Oh, <laughs> somebody, I'm sure a couple people are. Oh my god, I, I think 
there are some more shoes washing up on the BC well, coast. Listen, who was designing the the cover up? <laughs> who was designing the paper towel? Like that's all that was there was paper towel. There's nothing well, about no, the mask, yeah. the scent, or nothing. No, the, well, the bags were Actually, the bags were some Febreze. And there were some there were some uh, there were some dish detergent things there too. So maybe they like poked some holes in a few of the dish detergent packages so that some of it leaked out and the smell of that was. Oh great, Tide Pods and weed. Yeah. Tide Pods and weed. Hey, I want to get real fucked up. It's a yeah, it's a new drug on the street called um, called laundry. <laughs> everybody, everybody, spread that spread that rumor all over the internet so that CNN starts freaking out about it by tomorrow. New drug on the street called laundry, where children take cannabis and soak it in Tide Pods. Exactly. Later on, more news on that at eleven. Tide Pods? Do you think they sold after that though? You know, oh, so many that never happened to, and it's funny too because I read about it. Like, like as a concerned parent, like I was, you know, like, hey, are people actually trying to convince children to do this? And yeah. so I looked it up on the internet, and I was like, immediately, immediately after googling it, like I heard it, and I went to my phone and I googled it, and immediately I was like, oh, it didn't actually happen. Like, somebody made a prank video where they ate a fake one. For a prank video and even in the disclaimer in the description of the video they said that it's not actually a tide pod don't eat don't eat tide pods but the news picked it up as a kid actually eating a tide pod and then a bunch of other people started pretending to eat tide pods and then some people actually ate tide pods because they're idiots and, and it happens do yeah <laughs> and so and so it like and so like it's like they take these like it's almost like if they went if the news uh, like i always thought it was funny because the way i described it to my son is like my, my son's pretty smart and i was like like he knows slender man like because he's heard about it and he knows that it's like fake internet creepy pasta thing that people made up on the internet to for fun right you know it's a scary story and i was like it's like if the news heard a story about a kid being haunted by slender man and they made a news report as if it was a 100 percent real thing that actually happened. And then a bunch of other people were like, oh, that kid got on the news by saying that he saw Slender Man. I could probably too. And so they start doing it. And I was like, and he's like, and I was like, do you see why that's kind of dumb? And he's like, yeah. And I was like, all right, cool. I'm like, didn't need to explain it any more than that. Exactly. <laughs> like, like good the telephone enough. game, you know, where yeah. the story changes each person it goes down to. Like, it's true. even start? Yeah, it's true. I've been watching a narrative, uh, like I, I watch, um, I'm, I'm a nerd, right? So I've been watching Critical Role D&D stuff, um, and they have this uh, new thing where they uh, do narrative telephone game. So one, one of the cast members will tell a story at the beginning, like a whole story. It'll be like a big long spiel. They're all voice actors, so it's very dramatic and blah blah blah, and they attack and that kind of crap, right? And then each person has to tell the story from memory to the next person. And by the time it gets to the end, it's like 100% different story. Like, and then he slapped him in the face with a fish. It's like, what? There was no fish. <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, and it's, it's kind of crazy, right? But um, yeah, the whole Tide Pod thing was just dumb. <laughs> but Tide Pod <laughs> and weed, you know, it might be something. Might be onto something there. Yeah. Like your pretzel, like your, uh, what is it? Like your cheesy pretzel weed, Curtis. Cheesy or your, che your, your garlic no, weed. pretzel got finger-fucked. I or have no, garlic yeah. butter weed. Yeah, I'll get you garlic butter without garlic butter. That's what I meant. But unfortunately, I might have to save that for next week. because We are running a little short on time yeah. this week. 
Yeah, no, we don't need to do that this week. With all that being said, I think we're going to take one more Tokeski before we get on out of here. I got yeah, my yeah, bong yeah, packed. Yeah. I got my bong packed right here. Stan's going to relay her joint. Yeah. Thanks, there we go. Hey, course, thanks for coming on. I really appreciate it. It was really awesome meeting you. Hopefully you can come on again in the future. We can talk some more. Anytime. Uh, let us blaze it. Man, that really does make you feel like a rock star. Oh, yeah. Uh, now, do you have anywhere that the people can follow you, like an Instagram where the people can see any yeah. of your... Uh, shame, shame, yes. shame, shameless, shameless plug moment. Yes, I do have a page where I do, you know, um, showcase when I grow my plants and grow with me through the season and stuff. Um, on the off time, it's kind of just boring stuff, my day-to-day, -day, you know... Um, Mostly clouds. I just like pictures of the sky. <laughs> There's like a million pictures of the moon and weed on there. So if you like the outdoors and weed, yes, you can follow me at Susie QT420. Susie QT420. Yes. That's on Instagram? Yes, on Absolutely. Instagram. Absolutely. That's fantastic. Yeah, you'll be getting at least, well, I know Curtis probably already follows you, but you'll be getting at least one new follower. I've been uh, on there a, lot, a while, so there's like all six years of our growing through there. So. Oh, awesome. Awesome. I Absolutely. love it. Absolutely. Like, a lot of posts on there. Yeah. Well, I, I, honestly, it's so funny. I, I I don't know what was into me this morning, but I went on a little bit of an Instagram kick and I posted a video of like just elevator music. Yeah. That's, I don't know why, but I was like, man, I feel like listening to elevator music. And I, put I was on, wondering what that was. Yeah, I put on, no, literally, I was, I just felt like listening to it. I was like, I don't know why, but my brain was in a space where I was like, I need elevator music in my life. So I just. I feel like I, like, if I usually post after I smoke. So what I post is like what I'm experiencing. So if I'm sitting outside smoking a joint, I'll take a little video of the wind and the trees or something, you know, because it's just pretty out there and I like to share. That's awesome. Oh, very That's nice. so great, and I'm so glad you shared with us today. Like and like I was saying, I hope that you'll be on the show again in the future. Um, I'd love to remind people right now, though, to uh, like, comment, subscribe, share stuff. Go to her page and click that follow button. Go to our Instagram, Good Buds Podcast, and click that follow button. And uh, yeah, just make sure you hit those socials. Absolutely, and with all of that, bud, I think we are going to roll one for the road, and we will see you next week, Good Buds Podcast. Later, buds. Later.